0: hey geeks my name is patrick henry and welcome to the episode of dating for geeks a podcast about geek dating and culture based on a book i had written by the same name dating for geeks how to date a geek available on amazon.com and my website geekspeak.tv when i first wrote dating for geeks i had a few people who i'd speak to and go to for advice one of them was my first guest on this podcast matthew solomon Another one of these people who I would speak to was Krista Netopec, who was my second guest on this podcast. How lucky am I to have them both here at the same time sharing their knowledge and gifts on some topics that are some of the biggest challenges facing people dating in our society today. Sex, boundaries, and consent. Consent and 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 boundaries, I think, are something that, you know, aren't talked about enough. Mm-hmm. And like how blatant and, and honest you have to be and... Like I think a lot of people are afraid to be open mm-hmm. about consent because they're afraid of hurting the other person's feelings. Oh,
1: absolutely. Well, it's, ta- it's talked about as a burden. Yeah. Like when people talk about it, it's like, oh, now I got to get consent uh, or, well, I got to put up boundaries to protect myself. Absolutely. Where, where it, it actually could be like a fun conversation and an exploration and, y- you know, where, where it's not this thing to keep me from d- being bad. You know, yeah like isn't someone's...
2: that the thing like that's what you were saying Like, people aren't comfortable talking about it yeah because it's either like and that's the thing like let's just say like use the most typical example it's a man that needs the consent and it's a woman mm-hmm. that has her boundaries right so that man always feels like well whatever i do i'm going to go up against this wall and the woman's mm-hmm. like whatever happens i need to put up this put wall. Up wall and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, like that's as far as it gets half the time you know <laughs> and then you know uh-huh. people are like trying to Test it out. That someone's like, no, and it's like okay, yeah, <laughs> and, and then like, peop- I think people just these days are just scared. It's like, what do I do if I yeah. if I cross the consent line? I mean, really, and sometimes it's like saying hi. That's mm-hmm. what people mm-hmm. literally think. Like, there's definitely a line, but yeah, they're like, oh, if I say hi to a woman, then yeah, she's gonna call me a rapist. Yeah, like, that's, that's
1: a but that's a thing that a people, thing. Say. Yeah, people yeah people
2: are scared. But then at the, the same time, women are like, God, if I even open the door, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone's going to come flying in, and and it it kind of goes both ways, which is really interesting.
0: You know, and I've really come the full gamut of being completely in the dark when it comes to what consent means um, as a young man Mm -hmm. um, to where I am now. And as a young man, um, I'm not going to blame the movies, because that's not... I'm not going to go there. However. Uh, John Hughes gave me a very emboldened sense of romanticism uh-huh. you know, and like yeah. going out there and getting the girl yeah. and like E.T. E. when you stand on the box <laughs> and you kiss the girl with yeah. frogs running around and like all these bold like boys are supposed to go out there and grab the girl and take yeah. her mm-hmm. and for a long time that's how I thought that it should go yeah. and not knowing like how it might be perceived on the other end like just but seeing my view of it as of it being a romantic thing that I was doing so. This is how it's being perceived yeah and now that i'm older i'm like oh no <laughs> like yeah. that was just that's just all wrong like uh,
2: it's actually a really good point you bring up because um some of the work like i do not with others but mostly on myself and some things i've experienced is the idea of romanticism and i think that we did grow up in a culture of those movies where it portrayed this is how you got to go out. You know, you got to mm-hmm. be big. You
1: got to win her over. Yeah. You got to yeah, get the girl. Yeah. In romantic- She said no, but she didn't really <laughs> yeah. know. She wants me to do something yeah. bigger. I yeah. sat outside her house with a stereo. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> and, that's the, and that's
2: the thing is people, people create these stories. They create these fantasies of how it should be. And I think that that's when they step over the lines of, especially of consent. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, if I do this in my head, it ends up this way. And sometimes people get so in their head and in these stories that they can, they're not in the moment enough to to actually sense the body language, to hear someone say no. Because that's happened to me. is people, that's when people get obsessive, right? I want to say, quote unquote, obsessive is those stories become bigger than what's actually happening and they literally are not in the moment to 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 realize what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and and let's blame them a little bit on movies because we all grew up with those romantic notions. Yeah. Even women grew up with the romantic notion oh, that Ryan. that's oh yeah. It's like well, that's what I want my man to do, yeah. and if he doesn't do that, then he's not cool, you know. And then there's again there's these stories, and then we we. We're like, well, I'm not gonna talk to anybody unless they show up at my house with a boom box, because that's how it's done. Otherwise, you know, they don't think I'm worth it. So it goes both ways, but it's those stories we create in our head that take us out of the actual moment of, of being there and being yeah. present and being two people with body language. That, like That alone, if you're paying attention to body language, you would know if someone was into you. Yeah. You would just know, right? Yeah. You would know. Mm-hmm.
0: And there are like, there are some tried and true signs
2: mm-hmm.
3: out
0: there like the physical touching back and forth, you know. That's always been a sign for me of like, hey, this person might be interested in me. They're mm-hmm. Always touching my leg or touching my hand mm-hmm. or even touching my face. Yeah. But um like I didn't realize how in the more recent years that I've been dating how turned on I get when consent is actually asked of me.
3: Like, mm-hmm. I had a
0: girl who was attracted to me and I felt the vibe, like totally. Mm-hmm. And she's like, is it okay if I kiss you?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was wow. like, oh yeah. 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 Not only is it okay, mm-hmm. but I was okay when you were, but now that you asked, I'm like 10 times more okay. Yeah. That's so cool. You know, and it had a different effect on me than I thought it would, you know? And I was like, hmm, so it does had an effect on me. What's it gonna do if I ask a woman for her consent?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, how is she gonna receive that? And um, when I was dating this, this, this woman, um, it never ended. The consent that didn't stop. Even after the first couple times we, we slept together, yeah. the consent continued on. So at every time we were about to have sex, she's like, I wanna have sex. She would make it very clear. She's mm-hmm. like, are you okay with that? Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm good, <laughs> I'm good, yes we can. Yeah. You know, And in the reverse, I'm like, I, do we have time to get naked? And she's like, actually I don't, I'm not feeling that well today. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And it didn't I love take, that. It took yeah. No, yeah. More communication. To that. Mm-hmm. no more offense. No Can communication.
2: Can I just note that consent also is when you're having a conversation because I can't tell you how many times I get texted by somebody that's like totally out of the blue, like dick pics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we're not even there yet. Mm-hmm. Even if I was chatting, like there is a level of like talking about sex or just just blurting out like what you want to do to a woman Mm -hmm. like we get that all of the time and sometimes it's like oh that just came out of the blue like didn't even ask didn't even plan it I want
0: to address this because like I was married at a young age so were you Matthew Uh, I was married at a young age and there was a period where I was kind of I don't know if you went through this or not where I was like oblivious to what was going on in the world like I missed the Macarena I missed like a (laughs) few things you know because I was having kids and marriage and like I was like what was Macarena I heard about that you know but like, the dick pic had happened during that haze of, like, okay. and so I'd it's come It's still out, happening, just right. so you know. <laughs> I know it's still happening, but, like, the audacity to send somebody mm-hmm. your penis picture without permission, like, or consent, like, that, like, I came from the age of inter- early internet, like, the early yeah. instant messaging, you know, and, like, the, that kind of was the early consent back and forth for me, was, like, hey, can... I see a pic. Okay, what kind do you want to see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because you never wanted to send something mm-hmm. that they didn't want to see because that would end the conversation immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to lie. I mean, we all have dick pics nowadays. Um, so it was one of those things where you had to ask and you mm-hmm. didn't want to send that too early. And so then yeah. when they just became a thing where you sent it and were like, <laughs> look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. this is turn you like a bait kind of thing? That's just rude. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I also, and maybe maybe I'm sounding prudish here, but I also feel that, you know, sometimes even just saying sexy things, like it's like, here's what I want to do to you, Mm -hmm. where... If you had been flirting and you felt it going there, and you have that conversation, like I can see that, but sometimes that shit comes out of the blue. Yeah. It's like, hi, how are you? Let's hang out. Oh yeah, and this is what I want to do with you, and you're like, what? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's <laughs> like it's like in the <laughs> like, how you hit
2: on people back
1: in the like the, the, the AOL chat room yeah, days, yeah, yeah, where you know women would would say, you know, would share with me that that guys would just be hey, want a cyber? You know, like cyber fuck Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, and and say like they would like jump the gun there too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, let's, you know, let's talk
2: jumping the gun Sometimes I just think there's people out there like, I'm just going to try this on every single person and see which one sticks.
0: There are those guys out there. They They are. There's like out of every 10 girls, you know, one might say yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go and hit 10. I used to hang out with a guy that was like that, and it was sad to see. Okay. It's really sad. That, you know, because
2: you know, that one girl could be a girl that maybe isn't interested, but maybe feels bad for saying no, or maybe feels not worthy, or whatever is going on in her head. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's, I mean, he's a he's preying on her. He's preying on women. It's disgusting.
0: Basically, yeah, yeah. it was. It Sorry, was. It's, it, disgusting it's, it's a disgusting <laughs> move. And they're like, yeah, you might get, you know, and the women that he went up with were pretty attractive girls, but the same time, he would always end up having extra drama because you're know, like, yeah, dude, I mean, she went home with you when you talked to her. You said three words to her in a nightclub. Yeah. What kind of, what yeah, were you were don't expecting even know in any the long yeah, run? Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, was
2: he expecting relationships out of that? He, just,
0: it's, yeah. Complaining that he could never find a serious relationship. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Dude, look at your approach. You Basically, you're spraying the crowd. Yeah. And, okay, yeah. I got that one. Let me take that one home with me and see what comes of it. And mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, you got laid. Interesting. But yeah. You
2: know, it's interesting, though. To hear that from his perspective, he was actually... Because, I mean, those guys are like, I'm just going to go have sex. But he was actually looking for a relationship. yeah
0: like, hey, you
2: never know. But
0: and, and quite miserable that he wasn't able to find one. And uh, along with the consent, like the, the same partner who's really... That really taught me a lot. Um, with the whole consent thing came the boundaries thing. Like before we yeah. ever even got into bed, you know, she was like, well, what do you like? What don't you like? Like, what this is how... You know, and she had her whole personality already figured out. You know, she's like, you know, I'm, I'm a dom top, you know, kind of thing, and you know, I, I like to choke and like to do some pain stuff and like to scratch. And are, are you okay with it? And I was like, yes, no, 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 yeah. And mm-hmm. like, we went down the line of and completely negotiated. She's like, yeah. do you have a safe word in yeah. case I go too far? And I'm like, we could make one up, you know. And I, and I was like, how about banana? <laughs> you know? uh, have you ever seen that family guy sketch No. with no. Peter and Lois? Oh, please.
2: Wait, have I? I've seen so many family guys. I've probably you, seen
0: yeah, that Yeah, please one. look it up. Uh, they're getting ready for uh, a parent-teacher conference meeting the next day. Mm. And they get ready for bed. And Lois has taken off her robe and she's got like nylons on. She's putting on the nylons and Peter's putting on his chaps. And they're talking <laughs> about the kids' parents. <laughs> and she puts on a gift mask on, on Peter uh, with the zipper uh-huh. and she's like safety words banana and she unzips his mask like I love you and she zips it back up and slaps him and pushes uh-huh. him off again <laughs> so like safety words oh, banana okay. um, but yeah and even that like a negotiation of what our, what our terms of our sexual yeah. chemistry or we're mm-hmm. gonna be in bed so that way we didn't turn each other off by accident yeah yeah and that was the whole point of it, it wasn't to like control or to dictate Not it was all. just like no it was just so that you know I don't accidentally trigger something that you don't like yeah. you know and because that could be could completely ruin a relationship mm-hmm. for a long time yeah. you know and you're we're working to repair that instead of just enjoying a good sexual experience mm-hmm. with each other and sex is a huge part of a relationship and I think we talked about that, one of us. Yeah,
2: that was me. I mean, that was awesome. yeah. We talked about everything.
0: People. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a huge part of a relationship that often gets left until it's too late. Mm-hmm. You know, you find out all these things by accident. Or people do all
2: the flirting and then they dive in bed and then yeah. they're like, we're not going to talk. <laughs> we're yeah. not going to talk about any of that. And you're like, actually, yeah, the yeah. most intimate thing you should talk about.
0: And then the best thing about that person after the fact was she would do this thing where she asked... Um, what Did you like what didn't you like? What would you do again? And
3: mm-hmm.
0: anything you want to say, and it was a real a conversation like an hour, a couple hours after you know, uh, even at that, the end of the night, you know, after we had gone out, sh- that conversation would happen, you know, and you would learn stuff about that. I was like, Oh, well, this one time you were a little too rough, you know, you dug your nails a little too deep, you know, mm-hmm. and, but hey, anyway, you know, and oh, I'm sorry, and then you knew we, we make corrections and not get offended yeah. and hurt, yeah. and it, it's been. Uh, and it was one of the most healthiest approaches to sex I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. It's,
1: you know? it's interesting how many people are afraid to have those conversations mm-hmm. even, because it's like, you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings, or you don't want to come off as, um, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want him to think negatively of me if I yeah. am not into this, or if I am into this, or let's let's not talk about, let's just figure it out but but mapping it out and, and having that is actually empowering because then you get to be freed up and you know Absolutely. what's okay and what's not okay. It and makes where for better sex. Yeah, <laughs> like you know where you can push and where you cannot yeah. push. And, and Isn't well, it yeah.
2: interesting though that, again, like we're, sex is just part of our nature, mm-hmm. but, people are uncomfortable having a conversation about it, yeah. but they're not uncomfortable just doing it, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like, it's like if we were having a conversation about, well, sex is really uncomfortable and everybody should try it sometime, you know? <laughs> but it's like people are fine with, like, well, we're just going to get naked and have sex, but mm-hmm. then the discomfort comes in actually having a conversation,
3: mm-hmm.
2: whereas that's that seems like the more vulnerable thing, and it's flipped,
0: mm-hmm. which yeah. is really
2: interesting. And I um, hope,
0: I mean, that's kind of the motivation of conversations like this yeah. is to get it out there so people understand yeah. it. like I mean sex is not just missionary man and woman getting together as well I mean there's so much more out there Yeah. yeah. you know like I mentioned like the the partner like she had the whole Dom top People are like, what does that mean? Um, so we g- Google it, the Urban Dictionary, <laughs> and then welcome down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a good rabbit hole. Like, mm-hmm. again, people are afraid to go down that rabbit yeah. hole of sex. Like, no, go down that. Take the red pill. Go yeah. down that.
1: Well, our, our education in it is, like, in school, it's... <laughs> you're going to you're, get you're gonna, get, yeah, you're gonna <laughs> That's you're, pretty much yeah, our education. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to get pregnant or you're going to catch a disease. Yeah. And, and, and then and then we watch porn. And, and yeah. then it's, like, that one way of mm-hmm. having sex, which... For most women that I've talked to, is not really pleasurable. No, you know? it's like
2: that. I don't know if you guys watch Outlander. Not yet. Oh, uh, it's funny. It's like so. The no spoilers, but when the first time main characters have sex, he has no idea what he's doing, and he just like flips her around and pulls up her dress, and she's like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Well, that's how they told me that you do it." And, you know, he was just gonna like, you know, bang her uh, and whatever. Yeah. And she's like, "No, no, no, let me show you how it's done." but yeah, that's, that's the porn version. Yeah. Um, well, and there's also, I mean, there's that, this is actually a really great conversation because we think about, there's also the boundaries of, you know, starting a relationship, like when people actually want to have sex or maybe don't want to have sex mm-hmm. or when they're getting used to somebody or getting to know somebody and maybe not sure if they want to be a bad person, but this is a fascinating conversation because, um, You know, we talk so much about the boundaries up front of like, what do you, how do you actually approach a woman? That I feel like a lot of people, once they get in that relationship, they're like, oh, I'm good. I don't need to do any more work. (laughs) You know, I'm good. Like, no more conversations. I mean, that's kind of how it was back in the day. People (laughs) were like, I got married. That's all I need to do. Don't need to, you yeah. know, don't need to sit condition. around and
1: watch friends. Yeah. And, and then, you
2: know, this, you know, bang every now and then. Yeah. It's like, this is an actual <laughs> The second Sunday of
1: every month. <laughs> yeah. You
2: can continue to have, even when yeah. you, even when you're with someone for a long time, people change and people grow and they shift, especially right now. And it's good to check in, you know, even if you've been married for 20 years, it's like mm. check in, well, check I, in with your I partner. Coach,
1: I coach a lot of couples and, oh, yeah. and it's, it's that thing where, you know, it's like, everything's great. Up at the beginning and then and then we get into these patterns yeah. and, and we're, we're like, yeah, like you said, yeah, we're good. You know, we don't have to. And then stuff comes up and then it's like, why are we so distant? Why are we not having sex anymore? Why don't we talk anymore? Yeah. Why are we struggling? Where the way I approach it is that the relationship is the most important thing and it's its own entity. And so, being you know, being, creating that thing where both people are committed to that partnership and then from there you get to you know navigate you know you get to navigate right yeah. so so it's like okay what do, what does the relationship need what do you need what do i need let's work through that together yeah. as partners versus i'm going to go here and take care of my stuff you go there and you take care of your stuff and that's what and people then, do yeah.
2: and then you're right the distance distance mm-hmm. when really and again people change and people's yeah. tastes right. change and it's like what worked in the beginning might not work 20 years mm-hmm. later. I mean, 20 years, you know, that's a long time. 10, 20 years yeah. later. Even
1: five years or three er, years yeah. And then if you move in together, there's a whole different dynamic oh, because yeah. then it's like we've gone from, I'm at my place, you're at your place, we meet up a couple times a week to now we're in each other's space, like all the time.
0: Well, here's a question for you, Matthew, with coaching couples that are already in it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of, I mean, no one wants to break up. Like if you've been with right. somebody for 10, 15, 20 mm-hmm. years, you don't really want to lose that relationship because yeah. if you do change, like, you know, this comedian, and I won't say who was, but he had this funny joke all the time where he was like, as I'm getting older, mm, I can see myself being a little gay. You know, <laughs> as he's getting older, you know, yeah. and because and, his tastes are starting to change. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's like right. you know, I haven't seen the end of Magic Mike because I know the end of Magic Mike is that um, I'm gay at the end of Magic Mike, yep. you know, it's like, so I don't really want to finish it. Yeah. Um, and it was... Uh, his point is being that he his his sexual changes and preferences were changing. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. you
3: know, I like my wife
0: to with my butt once in a while. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't like that one in my twenties, mm-hmm. you know. And so with couples who are already into it, you know, and like, you know, I think one of the most weirdest jokes nature plays on us is that our peaks are at different times. You know, <laughs> like where women go in yeah. their peak late thirties to, yeah. to early forties, where yeah. men go through peaks of fourteen to twenty-four. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a weird combination of, mm-hmm. of, of, of sexual yeah. compatibility, you know, so... Um,
1: well, it forces us to, to figure each other out. I mean, I, you know, I would say that even if my peak was in, you know, the 18 to 24 range, I, I know way more and I'm way, more, well, I'm you know, much better in the sack T- now. Technique at, over at, strength.
0: At 45. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, it's like. Oh my God, who knew what they were doing back then. Jeez. Right. Bumbling um, fools. And I didn't start until I was 22 so I missed like most of my peak <laughs> anyway. <laughs> like shit. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. damn it, I gotta go back in time. Well, you had to become
0: Kung Fu Master. Yeah. You know, which is, which is okay, which is a good thing. You, yeah. know, you know, I, you know, um, because, like, I've had a lot, because we're writing the book, I did mm-hmm. a lot of research, you mm-hmm. know, and, like, my own sexual experience has been more on, like, the polyamorous swinger oh, borderline, okay. Okay. you know, uh, myself, yeah, you know, and so I've got to meet a lot of couples who are in their 40s and, you know, who in late 30s to early 40s discovered that, you know, this wife's sexual preference had changed mm-hmm. to where it included women, where yeah. before it was never that way. Yeah. you know and all of a sudden there they were and so they had come to this point of their relationship where like they weren't going to throw away their children mm-hmm. the house and all that because of sex <clears throat> yeah. so they chose to explore this different avenue together that might seem quote unquote taboo to others mm-hmm. but with i mean to me they were some of the most solid people i have ever met yeah. Yeah. you know this i know one couple who has a son who went on to one of the prestigious military schools in our country and is on that path Wow. You know, and they themselves are you know, involved in politics and whatnot, and they're upstanding citizens, and they also have this quote-unquote alternative lifestyle, yeah. and would be judged harshly for it too yeah. if they ever got out that way. Yeah. But these are the most realist, honest people, and the most happiest and healthiest relations I've ever seen. You know, and so um, I've always told people who are having you know relationship issues, because usually revolves around cheating you know mm-hmm. the one partner mm-hmm. sheet and because a sexual preference changes. Mm-hmm. Um, have you found anything like that going on with your couples that you've been co- coaching? Have you found any polyamorous couples or
1: Well, it, it's interesting because I'm I'm not poly per se, but I'm in the community with a lot of people who are poly mm-hmm. and so that that's been that, that's definitely a topic of of conversation and and you know what I mean basically you know, I think anything can be worked out between two people who are committed to each other. And if if exploring people outside the marriage or the relationship is what they want to do, then they can do that. If they don't, then they don't have to do that. And I'm I'm not really, you know, tied to one way or over the other. But I will say that things do change, or you know, people feel neglected, or or you know, what was once a turn on is not a turn on. And, and then and then we go through like hormones. And so, you know, women, you know, um I have clients that are, you know, going through menopause or have been through menopause. So then there are changes there. And then, you know, men, you know, testosterone tends to drop. And, the, you know, so it's like, it's all stuff along the way that really, like the, the bottom line is, it can all be handled in conversation. It's mm-hmm. just, are we willing to have those conversations? Because, because yeah. then there's, you know, a lot of there can be a lot of shame and a lot of guilt because of how we're told, like we're taught, we're supposed to like meet somebody in our twenties and get married and stay married for, you know, 80 years. And, and it's that one person. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: know, I was watching something recently, uh, and I hadn't seen it on its original run, but I'm catching up with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I love show. that show. Love the show. You know, and they kind of have a polyamorous type of lifestyle. You know, um,
2: Pretty sure he cheated, but
0: <laughs> he did cheat. He did, he did cheat.
2: cheat. Hey, have you finished watching it?
0: Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Well, I'm on season like two and a half. <laughs> like
2: yeah. A, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna say yeah. anything, but that girl. Yeah,
0: he cheated. that oh, yeah. de- definitely was cheating. And, but that's the thing. Like yeah. even though people are quote unquote polyamorous, yeah. they you can still cheat. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's not. And that's I think a misconception people have. Uh, with group, right. with swingers and polyamorous right. people, is it like it's a free for all. I think it very it was a misconception in the eighties of like gay people. Same thing. It was like mm-hmm. you guys go fuck anything. Yeah. Like no, it's not true. Not true at all. And you can still cheat on your polyamorous partner mm-hmm. if you're not being honest about what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the
1: integrity part. It, it's like <coughs> you know the the thing. The friends that I have in the poly community talk a lot about. You know, you have your primary relationship. Has to work and if that's not working then you have to like turn towards each other and focus Absolutely. on that and so to be able to date other people and go out with other people there just has to be that yeah. level of integrity which yeah. for a lot of us there there isn't even you know in a monogamous relationship
2: yeah that's a really great point is yeah. the, the stability at the base level has to be I mm-hmm. mean whether you're poly or not whether the relationship with monogamy or not is gonna last it's mm-hmm. it's like having that healthy Communication just starting at that level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And people have to be honest. And that's why I think, you know, I'm really against dating <laughs> at an early age because you don't know who you are. Yeah. You're against at a young dating. Age. Yeah. I was telling my kids, like, I'm you're not dating. You're, not dating. you're not <laughs> I know, dating. We're to, you're out out college. Yeah. you're been not been dating. You're not dating. You're not Just <too> because, <laughs> you know, like how do you know who you are yeah. and then you get into a really yeah. committed relationship and all of a sudden you discover I'm bisexual or yeah. I'm yeah. completely queer or yeah. you know what, I am polyamorous. Actually, I actually
2: had a crush on a guy, we were like best friends in college. And I totally had a crush on him, and then he like came out of the closet on me, and I was like, it, I mean, it was like I was so happy, but then at the same time I was so crushed because, you know, he had been flirting, whatever. And then all of a sudden he's he was so upset to tell me, but then of course I was like, of course I'm happy for you, but you know, <laughs> I'm bummed for me, but I'm yeah, happy for you. My dad thought that was funny. I'm like, screw it, because I'd be like, oh, I'm in love with this man, and yeah, I'm and secretly a gay man in a woman's body. I've said that
0: before. <laughs> you know, and I think that you know some people like we see people in politics have to resign all of a sudden because they're doing these alternative Mm -hmm. things in their, in their lifestyle.
1: I have a theory about, you know, the, the upper, like the, the 1% or tell me, tell me what's your, what's your theory? So in, in the book, think and grow rich, there's a chapter on sex transmutation, which is basically using sexual energy to manifest stuff. And, and if you look at like, you know, like the secret societies and stuff and like eyes wide shut like that, Mm -hmm. you know, they're it's set up where there are there's access to other partners and multiple partners and being able to use the that type of energy. And so this is something I've been chewing on for a bit. But I feel like the, the people at the higher levels are doing that kind of stuff. And you see politicians who have mistresses and call you know, uh, escorts and all of that. Huh. And then those of us you know <laughs> Peasants, in quotes, are like we're stuck in monogamy, and this is the way we're supposed to be. Actually, I saw something about that Oh, it's a control method. Yeah.
2: you know, it's like, well, God, if they're if they're happy, <laughs> then yeah. they'll be us.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're missing out on like a, on basically a whole level of sexual magic mm-hmm. that they have access to because we're told one person have a bunch of babies, yeah. have this kind of relationship. You know, because there was something in the Wiccan um, studies that was called. Um, one uh, person who I know study called it sexy, you know, that they would get together and have, have a sexual experience mm-hmm. and with a pray, a prayer or an energy yeah. or an idea yeah. in yeah. mind under the full moon and yeah. with all of that mm-hmm. ceremony in mind. And it would be a powerful experience, a tantric experience, and, you know, a soul binding experience with him and the other individuals that were involved in that. Um, so maybe, I don't know. Like we could that, have
2: that experience by yourself. Like I, yeah. I, I, wanna, I wanna clarify because this is my thing. Mm-hmm. Is like that sexual, sexual magic is not the same as sex. There's an mm-hmm. energy right, right. that comes mm-hmm. with, with. It's almost like um, when women don't have children, they still have that energy, that creative force that's coming through their womb, mm-hmm. where they can birth other things. They mm-hmm. can birth babies. They can birth projects. It's the same thing with sex. So. Thinking about that sexual energy is like yes, it can be harnessed by anyone. It's not necessarily like okay, I'm going off and having an orgy with people. Because the people yes. listening, Very they're true. like, "Ooh, I'm <laughs> going to have all this power if <laughs> I go have an orgy." It's like you can actually create that sexual energy yeah. with yourself and have nothing to do with sex. And
0: a good point that I want to just want to remind people, in who is listening, and if you hear ever hear something that piques your interest and say, "Ooh, research it." Yeah. like don't take my word or anyone's word for you know for gospel explore it more mm-hmm. like do a Google search and you know like I said go down the rabbit's hole and knowledge is power yeah you know, there's tons absolutely. of knowledge out there especially now with the internet you know it's, a, it's a, it could be a dark place yeah. but it could be a real place of enlightenment mm-hmm. you know and and there's no there's nothing wrong with being a sexual person I yeah. think that that's been well, that yeah one of the biggest things that I that in this country, we've been having to overcome is mm-hmm. that, you know, the word slut, or what was the word for a guy? A gigolo? <laughs> what would be a word? So, yeah, and, and that's, gigolo, and that's, and yeah. I, would be yeah. Gigolo? That's terrible that, that it's well, so easy to know the yeah, word for yeah, slut. Right? And, and then there's,
1: oh, yeah, there's well, so the, the flip side, you know, because I have a lot of, like, most of the clients that I've worked with have, have a level of of shame around sex and and you know have guilt around that and so like we, for men we're we're kind of socialized to believe that if we're if we're the shit like all women are gonna want to sleep with us yeah and so like the whole friend zone thing, I, I, I see as a construct that yeah. makes us just feel bad, you know, where yeah. it's like, all right, we're just we're friends and that's cool. But but it's like, no, she should want to sleep with me. So there's something wrong with me or there's Absolutely. something wrong with her. Absolutely. And so and so there's that shame, you know, so like the women are sluts and the guys are like, I'm worthless if, you know, every woman doesn't want to sleep with me. Yeah. And, and then and then what a tiring existence up. that yeah. must be. Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like to and be worried wonder, about that. Yeah. Like, if that's
0: your whole motivation, is to have every person you speak with sleep with you. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't even
2: think that's motivation as much as it's just read into men that, like, they're not, it's their worthiness, right? Like, you're <laughs> not worthy unless. Women find you attractive yeah. unless women think you're it's a amazing. measure of your manhood. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a measure of your manhood. So I don't even think it's anyone's motivation. Like I think there's many men that would mm-hmm. want to get get that out of them, you know, out of their heads and clear that. But it, it is bred into men that, and that's why you have so many men that are aggressive and that cross boundaries because it's like, well, okay, this is a competition. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have yeah, it in my past. L- luckily, not recently, but when I was younger, there was just being this fiery Aries, there are so many men that wanted to compete mm-hmm. for it. Like, I'm not interested, oh, this is a game now, right, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> it's on and yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, no, I'm just not interested. And then you get to the point where you're like, I'm exhausted, like just, but, but you. at the same time, like, you know, they weren't like doing anything, you know, physically or whatever, but at the same time, that brings up a good point it's that spread into them by their fathers and their Mm -hmm. fathers before that it's like son to be a man you got to go after this woman and don't take no for an answer and you go Mm -hmm. out and get what you want and 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 that I think really heavily plays into those boundaries being crossed because men know they're there but they're actually not taught what the boundaries are Mm -hmm. like literally the word no is a major boundary some people are taught keep trying well, then, I didn't hear that. Keep trying. <laughs> and, then,
1: and then there's the, you know, we we're talking about movies and stuff, but, but like the whole thing about like uh, the rite of passage of becoming, you have to go get laid. But, oh, but God, getting laid yeah. is you got to, you know, if you look at like Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, I was like, Horton, what the hell, 80s movies? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> they you gotta, were so good, but gotta so wrong. You got to yeah, get like, a woman drunk or, you yeah. know, get her high or, or make her think that you're her boyfriend or You know, so it's all like the trickery versus like, okay, this is who I I like you. Do you like me? All right, cool, let's go, you know. The
2: trickery, that's that's actually a really good point, is I think there's a lot of people that still do that. Oh yeah. Which is why I don't go on dates. I'm like, I don't wanna see your game. I wanna see what you're like in real life. Like I love working with people because like you can't hide your shit when you're working with somebody. Like we know who you're at or you know, who you are, but I think a lot of people do, they get into that massive, I need to impress this person, and they mm-hmm. lie, or they make things up, or they fabricate, yeah. or I, God, I have so many people that just say what I want to hear, and then after a while, I'm like, I'm kind of an intuitive, so I know that you're making this <laughs> <Yeah>. up, <laughs> But how? but that works on other people. You're just making it up because you want to be impressive. Uh, well, really, you could just be yourself and find somebody that mm-hmm. legitimately jives with you. Yeah.
0: I always tell people to give, and especially in relationships, if you're interested in somebody, give them a, a good three to six month period before you make your final decision on who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. Because I've always said that uh, the act, the, you know, the, yeah. the best foot forward that people put forward, um, can only last for so long. Yeah. It's yeah. like flexing a muscle. You can only do it for yeah. so long and then all of a sudden you're going to say <laughs> something's going to happen. Yeah. But then the person on the other end has to have their eyes open and see that and accept it and then be able to say, okay, this is yeah. a red, this is a red flag and a yeah. red flag is a walk away moment. Mm-hmm. Like maybe yeah. think of, I mean, you can't wait for too many red flags. Like I yeah. think one red flag should be enough in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: But that, that brings up a good point. Um, that, like the, something that I go through is, is sometimes the red flag is like saying something sexual too early or, <laughs> Or, you know, it's because we're so used to it that Mm -mm. you're just like, oh, that again. Because it (laughs) happens so often that sometimes I'm like, well, maybe that person is a nice person and I'm not giving them a chance, but they did this thing. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, they did play the game and God, that annoys me so much. You know what? And maybe down the line, they're nice. But like, it's like, what's a red flag at some point? Mm -hmm. I feel like some of us are like. Well, there's like the, there's there's the, so many things that annoy us. That, <laughs> there's the red
1: flags, and then there's the deal breakers.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, there so you go. Kind of, yeah. And that, and that, so, that's, like,
1: okay, that's true. You know, yeah,
2: you see what I'm getting at? For I women, see like, that. we get it all mm-hmm. the time. So it's exhausting. Yeah. We're like, and honestly, the moment, the moment again, I can tell somebody's just making shit up. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just turned off. And yeah. they could be an amazing person, but I'm never gonna get there because that's how it started. And I can't, and I can't get past that. Yeah. And maybe, maybe later I could, but you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I think for I women, do. we hear this, we, we deal with this stuff so often. that's yeah. it's like, we just kind of turn like, we just have this way of like turning off immediately. And, and I'm just saying for dudes, like, if you don't want that to happen, like, don't do any of that shit up front. Mm-hmm. Just like be yourself.
0: But what if the, what if the guy is just a big walking hard on? And so it comes out of, it, it's like, exactly. that's, that's, that's who he that's is. That's what we
2: assume. Yeah. If that's what comes out of your mouth. Yeah. And so, like, someone said that to me. They were like, well, what if that was just a nice guy and, you know, you took it the wrong way? I was like, well, then the, I'm not responsible for that person's actions. Mm-hmm. I can only judge by actions. And that's what they said. Um, but I, I'm this is for guys. This is not like women yeah. are going to, we're just, again, we're like all the time. But for guys, I'm like, just please do yourself a favor. <laughs> just, be yourself just be yourself don't play any games don't do any of that
0: That's well, not gonna I, i've
1: seen a lot of that i've been involved in a lot of those conversations where you know women post on facebook you know this guy came in my inbox and and you know was a douche and then and then people go oh you should give him a chance and i was like oh no, my gosh no because yeah. it because you know what they said was offensive yeah what you know it didn't work for her and and you have a right any of us have a right to say what works for us and what doesn't and if somebody doesn't then you know and and to bring it not to play devil's advocate
0: but to play devil's advocate you know what if you are that upfront overly sexual dude mm-hmm. there's gonna be a girl out there yeah, who's that's looking fine. for that you know what sure. and you know and so move on. it's
2: more like the fault it's the, it's like again but that's being himself yeah. right yeah, so that that's what it comes down to is yeah. you're being yourself mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong. If you're like, yo, I just want sex, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not.
0: I used to say say this to my friend. It's like, you know what? If you're going to hunt great white, don't go in the forest. You know what? (laughs) Don't do it, man. Like, look what you know. <laughs> Get in the ocean. Go in the ocean and find great, great white. Yeah, yeah, that's where you um, find the great white. You go go like find Bambi. Like, oh yeah, no, you're not looking for Bambi. You're looking for a <laughs> but shark. But you know what?
2: Yeah. Some men are looking for Bambi, yeah. and then they're like, "I'm going to pretend I'm a great white," and you're like, "You're scaring Bambi away." Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, you
0: can't do that, do that either. You know yeah. what you're looking for, yeah. and then being again, being honest, be honest yeah. yourself. Yeah, you know, and that's well, like yeah. the relationship you're getting into. Yeah, you know, it's like, and you know, you somebody who is for instance polyamorous needs to be upfront about that in the beginning yeah you know and so for, that way the, if you do meet a monogamous person that person is polyamorous you have to be able to, you know, say, can you deal with this or not? Yeah. And, you know, and the polyamorous has to, re- you have, and then respect has to happen where you can't try to change the person or yeah. hope they're yeah, going to change for yeah, you. I yeah. mm-hmm. see a lot of that happening too, you yeah. know. It's like you can't try to change people and mm-hmm. lie to them to hope to get them to, like, oh, I can make them be monogamous when they told you they were polyamorous from the beginning, Yeah. yeah. you know, or vice versa, you mm-hmm. know. It's like, or oh. whatever
2: they're into. It's mm-hmm. just, you know. The- Like, okay, well, yeah, you see, it's, well, okay, so this kind of goes back to what Matt just said, is I think there's people that are just like, I'm really desperate for something, so I'm going to settle, but then Mm. they settle, and it's like, okay, but now I have to change the person. And it kind of goes back to what you said when, when someone was commenting, well, just give him a chance, or, I mean, I've had people be like, that guy's a douche, and literally women are like, yeah, but he's hot. Uh, like oh, okay <laughs> he's a douche yeah. and really it's like you're settling yeah, like you're God. settling because you are not like you're not really valuing i mean maybe that's what it really comes out to that valuing like who you are and what you really need um and that's where you get in those situations that's where those i think that's where those comments come from is like well that person's like yeah, but I mean, it's a person and they're hitting on you, and like, I want that. Yeah. Whoever comes in and but You should be
1: flattered. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, like that that, of, yeah. That's a comment. We Take get. it as a compliment. You, it's right. a compliment. Yeah.
2: You're like, no, it's a pretty douchey thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, there are compliments that I think some women do kind of. Uh, Maybe take the wrong way, like a man just being like, "You look great today." You know, they're like, "Don't you tell me that," you know. So they're again, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> a little scared. But uh you never know. But you don't know what that woman's been through. So mm-hmm. you just you don't know. Yeah. You Usually, know. if someone reacts like that, something crazy yeah. has happened. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, and then too, uh, communication comes into play. Like, yeah. I'll always like, you know, hey. Can- Maybe not right away, but a few hours later, like, did something wrong earlier, or did I say something that might have offended you, yeah. you know, uh, communication even amongst friends, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. I think it's one of those things that, you know, I have a buddy of mine, a male friend of mine, we have great communication, you know, and like, I remember once I we went to Comic-Con, and uh, you know how Comic-Con can get, get a little hectic and crazy and, you know, late, it was like 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning, and... Yeah. I was his ride back to the hotel, and but I was wrangling five other people together, mm-hmm. you know. And he got like short with me, you know, and like hung up on me. And I'm like, okay, I'll deal with that later, you know. And when I finally got back to him, and he was by the car, he was like, hey man, I'm, and he came. I'm sorry about that. I was upset, you know, and a little drunk, and mm-hmm. you know, tired, you know. And know you're doing? And he just completely apologized, and I was like, hey, cool, I accept your yeah. apology, and we moved on, you know. And yeah. I think a lot of people are afraid. To say you're sorry. Oh, yeah. When you do wrong, you Mm -hmm. know, or when you get upset, you know, and again, people are like ashamed of them, get upset, get upset. Like, there's a whole thing about, like, we talk about that. I'm I'm a gray Jedi, you -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. I get a little angry sometimes or passionate, I call it. I get passionate when I speak, you know, and I might hurt somebody's feelings when I get passionate about what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, I have to realize, like, you know, I might do that and I have to say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings because I said it this way, you know, and I wasn't trying to hurt your feelings. Yeah, but yeah I did. You know, and so it's one of those things where um, saying you're sorry um, heals yourself too. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel better about yourself. Yeah. And you're able to have that open line of communication. So, um, that's what they want to encourage people is, you know, like, say you're sorry
1: even to your friends. They have mm-hmm. a line of
0: communication with your
1: friends. I do it with my kids all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't really have that example for the most part and I, you know, I've, I've I screw up all the time all the time with them or I'll say something and it'll hurt their feelings and I'll be like, all right you know what I'm I'm sorry I didn't mean it and, yeah know, but but it also it makes it okay for them to do that you yeah. know instead of because like when you don't say you're sorry and you know you did something yeah. that hurt somebody and you're carrying it around oh, gosh, it's just like worse. it just creates more yeah. tension and more stuff in the space. But th-
2: think about it too like I like to think about apologies but also that it's, it's part of a bigger picture is When you say you're sorry, you're thinking about the other person and not yourself. Yeah. So really, like Mm -hmm. this comes to like saying you're sorry, um, asking what they want, asking what they prefer. Like in any relationship, whether it be children or romantic or friendship, because I have this with friends too, where you know I have friends where we bicker, then we're like, oh shit, like I was just having a bad day, and then we're like, okay, forget about it, we're sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, But whatever it is, it's like you're thinking about the other person, and so. we're talking about dating or talking about relationships Mm -hmm. like you kind of have to go into this knowing that you are dealing with another human being and there has to be some interest in what that other person needs and desires and requires as opposed to just you and i think a lot of times like when I, i mean i see I'll just talk about women because I see I have a lot of women friends that are out dating and they're like, here's what I need in a man. And I'm like, well, what about the man? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what about this yeah. guy? And and it's like, well, this is what I need. And women are like, I need a man that's this. And treats me like this and that. that. But, like, okay, well, how are you going to treat him? Mm-hmm. And, like, what are you asking him what he needs? And like, I think that's a big thing for women is really that expectation. But again, it goes back to partnership either way, man, woman, man, man, child, parent is like, the basis of it is just considering other people's feelings and what is going on with that other human being in the room.
0: And I think when you consider other people's feelings, when you do say, (laughs) and this is a huge (laughs) thing that people don't um, accept, is that when you hurt someone's feelings and you say you're sorry, that doesn't mean that they have to get over it right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you have to allow them to get over yeah. it in their time. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I think a lot of people say, "Well, I said I'm sorry, so they should get over it." Like, no, that's yeah. the wrong. Or
2: sometimes path. they say they're sorry, they don't even mean it. Like I said yeah. the word. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and
0: like when I was younger, I would, I, I, I didn't, you know, and I had to learn that, you know, when you say you're sorry, you have to give that person the opportunity to get over your offense, just mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to forgive you in their time. Right? Yeah. You yeah. said you're sorry. Yes, that's step one. Now you sit around and you wait until they accept it and yeah. forgive you, and then when they forgive you, that's when the healing can start and you can repair yeah. that that friendship again. But yeah, you have to give them a, a breath to accept your apology. You know, mm-hmm. and it's your fault. You yeah, know, you kind of have to sit there. and That's wait. a
2: pride. Just just mm. suck it up. You did some shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. you know, you wait. did something. <laughs> I mean,
2: and we're talking about like you know crazy situations too, but. Or, you know, you said something to offend somebody, like it really is your fault. Like sometimes I find myself saying I'm sorry just to like, well, we got an argument, but I'm just going to say I'm sorry because I mean it. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't even care if they say they're sorry, even if they said some shit. Like, I just want to clear this between us. And usually the person's like, yeah, I am too. But, but, you know, be the first one to say you're sorry, Mm -hmm. even if it's just a minor little argument, you know, don't sit there and because sometimes it is both people and. And, you know, you could sit there and wait. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to say anything. Um, Like, a lot of people, couples say this, like, they never go to bed angry. You know, I've heard that a lot. It's like, yeah, don't. Like, don't. Mm -hmm. Just clear that out and go to sleep and wake up the next morning
0: pride is a terrible thing oh, sometimes. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man. Well, we don't
2: want to look bad. We don't want to have faults. We don't want to look we don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want to be wrong.
0: But just like back to Matthew's, you know, parenting <clears throat> comment. It's like, you know what? We're just humans. You yeah. know? And like I can't tell you how much bad advice <laughs> I got from my parents. You know, it's like, man, you guys were more human than human. <laughs> you guys should <laughs> just me. like every like I should have went left when you said right. Um, <laughs> but that's my learning experience, too, was like, oh, you guys are just humans. You guys yeah. didn't have a good time. They didn't know. No. Parents. Like, your parents were kind of, like, <clears throat> piecing it together, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: There isn't, and so there's no handbook. There really is no handbook, and even if there was a handbook, it probably won't apply yeah. to your situation anyway.
2: Oh, yeah, because yeah. you were saying that, like, everyone's different. Like, you were talking about your, what happened to you as a child, and yeah. and it's like, well, normally, like, if I, you know, this girl's into this, that might be hot, but because of my situation, I had to have this conversation yeah. um, and really like, yeah, yeah. It, what works with one person is not gonna work with somebody else yeah, because you don't know how they are brought up. You don't know what happened in their life. You don't know good or bad, you know, what their situation is. Exactly. So, that's why we communicate.
0: Because I mean, I have my boundaries, you know, because of my past, like we just talked yeah. about, you know, and like there's certain things where, you know, um, like unconsented touching is mm-hmm. one of my things. Where mm, it's like, me
2: too. You know, you, can't yeah. really
0: do that with me. We were, in a, we were involved in a relationship, yeah. you know, because I'm at a certain at ease yeah. when I'm in a relationship. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm with my partner, I'm on a certain, I'm like, my guard is down, my walls are down. So if you come out of nowhere and touch me, you could accidentally trigger me in a yeah, certain right. way, you know, and yeah. like, I have to have that conversation with my partner so that they know <laughs> it's like, hey, you know what? So I know you're coming, you know, like, don't sneak up on me because <laughs> <that's, laughs> that, that would be the trigger. Yeah. You know, let me know that you're coming so that way I don't get startled and me to have anxiety for the next 20 minutes you know kind of a thing um, so boundaries can be something you know as simple as that like you know what I, I have a touching issue so you know let me know
2: well even that like so I just want to mention that because I I personally do not like when people touch me if and, and I have ze- like I have zero history but for me that I, they need to get permission because I think there are so many people that are so just like oh, touchy feeling grabby up front, especially with women um so that it's interesting it's like i always wondering like how do i communicate that you know where like where does the where does the the conversation begin because that's where that's where i feel i struggle it is like okay well i don't have any story to tell you about why i don't want this i just
0: don't you want need it. to ask. You yeah, like you it. need to
2: ask before you touch me. That's that's yeah. a real to me. That's a really yeah. conversation
0: piece. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I. When you get into like, do we kiss on the first date? You know, do we, you know situation? I'm like, hey, do you know what? Yeah. I don't like to be touched unless you ask. So yeah. I ask. mean, yeah, I was
2: like, like I was wondering, like I just sit down and be like, okay, let's have a conversation about all these things
0: like, like I suppose, like, before it, I
2: even chat with you.
0: <laughs> like when I was dating that one girl who yeah just put it all on the table. So so what are you into? What you're not into? Yeah. And like, it was one of those things where. That was one of the things. that, yeah. you know, that was this
2: like before you hooked up? Yeah.
0: That's great. Yeah, happened. that's great.
2: Was it before you even knew that you were into each other?
0: Once, it was the chemistry thing. Okay, It was yeah, definitely the chemistry yeah. thing. And once we had that chemistry match, she was like, you know, we should probably talk about what we're into, what we're not yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And that's how she's actually how she said it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah. let's, let's do that. Yeah. I've never had that. And to me, I was pretty foreign. And, and, it, and so she started off with, this is what I'm into. And she laid it all out. And like, how could you not respect that? Yeah, you know, absolutely. like, oh, like, like I know exactly what I can and cannot do from the beginning. Yeah, and what's negotiable I, is down mm-hmm, here.
2: Exactly. I know. I think I guess I'm talking more about like, I'm just thinking about this of like, when you're maybe not into somebody and then they start like touching <laughs> you and you're, because I had that happen where you know, I went on a date with somebody and I was like, okay, I literally was like, don't touch me. Like <laughs> we're friends, whatever. And they just kept doing it. And I'm like, okay, seriously. But, but. You know, yeah. It's like when you're not into somebody, it's so awkward when <laughs> somebody just reaches out and touches you, and you're like, yeah. I had to, I had people I had people reach out and kiss me. I was like, I wasn't even really chatting with you. Like I was literally having like a friendly conversation. Mm. I had people do that, and I'm like, oh. where did that come from? Yeah. And how awkward is that yeah. to be like,
0: damn you, John Hughes, oh, or you're yeah, having yeah. A friend, <laughs> or you're just like
2: this. Like we're having a friendly conversation, oh. and all of a sudden someone's trying. You're like
0: okay
2: <laughs> like we weren't even having the chemistry i think mean,
0: john hughes man yeah, yeah john hughes i
2: do think that happens to women though a lot yeah it, i think it does
0: you know like i was i did it when i was younger you know because yeah. i thought that that was the romantic thing mm-hmm. to do it Was like well Whoa. i was
1: told like i had a friend when i was in my 20s because I, did, I didn't date when i was younger in my teens but in my 20s he was like he's like here's what you do when you're when you're walking to your car. You get to your door, the car door, and you kiss her then. It's like a Bronx tale. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, well, yeah. She's having it's a like, chat and gotta, all of a sudden you're like, oh. You have to make the right quote, you gotta make the move. Yeah. But but you don't want it to you don't wanna wait till you get to her door because then there's the awkward moment. So you gotta catch her off guard. But I will say when I did that, usually they were like, wow, I'm impressed with how confident you were. And it and it worked for me. You But, know, and like but, but, you, but there like, was chemistry, though. Yeah, th- I
2: think that's the thing, is chemistry. Like, mm-hmm. if there's chemistry, then I'm like, okay, that's cool.
1: But mm-hmm.
2: sometimes you know. there's just not. I've had women <laughs>
0: tell me when I was yeah. first getting into the dating scene after my divorce. Um, they told me not to ask. And this mm-hmm. was back in oh, 2002, yeah. 2002, 2003. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I've had women tell me, oh no, you never ask a woman to kiss them, you just kiss them. And yeah. If they don't want to kiss you, they won't kiss you. And that is very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is very true. If a woman does not want you to kiss her, she will matrix her way out of it. <laughs> neo <Knee in laughs> like, the ball. Yeah, like, like, okay. Neo, Neo, all yeah. way yeah. back, like, wow, you did not want to be kissed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what?
1: And, and you know what? A visual. Is that right? It's like, yeah. Whoa. yeah. <laughs> know, it's like, like, that's like like dodging a graphic that Graphic illustration yeah. of that.
0: Yeah. And so, um, you know And then as, as a, first getting into dating scene i hated that feeling of like that physical rejection Mm -hmm. so i stopped doing it that was my like i did it one time and like the girl pulled back i was like i feel stupid Mm -hmm. like i'm so you went and asked i was like i'm never gonna do that again so i started asking like like, can i kiss you because i'm not gonna do the lean in thing and you pull away
2: again there there could be stories in your head and Mm -hmm. you can misinterpret like that again that's what happened to me is people clearly misinterpret it even when i said Shit, they clearly misinterpreted, and I could just see the, the fantasies churning in their head.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, You see the eyes, yeah, over. I was like,
2: This, this is not actually reality their, that you're their, in right their now. The
0: eyes turned into her body silhouette, like yeah, in the cartoon. I, and like, Wait a minute. And
2: <laughs> I think the women are like, Yeah, when I'm so into this dude, like I want him to just grab me and kiss me, it's like, Yeah, but again, maybe like on the second date, everybody may not. But I, I just think it's okay to ask because sometimes people are. Just not on the same page.
1: I've had like I, so I've had a weird experience with three Gemini women.
3: Oh, Gemini. <laughs> Where
1: let me tell you, Gemini men are <laughs>
2: yeah. just the same. I mean, know exactly. We're both I love Aries it. too. Uh, I, so. lo- I love Geminis, But uh, uh. goddamn, they're sneaky bastards.
1: Well, so well, <laughs> all all three of bastards. them, um, you know, on a, we went on a date. There was you know, amazing chemistry. Ugh. I lean in for the kiss. All three of them pulled back. And then I pulled back and said, "Oh, I'm sorry." And then they leaned in and kissed me. <laughs> like all three of them. Goddamn like, Geminis the are so tricky. So yeah. that's a whole other different factor there is yeah. like what is their yeah. star sign like? because <laughs> Aries, Aries and
2: Gemini get along really well. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but there's a Yeah, there's
2: they a lot of are shit. interesting. And mm-hmm. Gem yeah, and Gemini men are very charming. Like good like what my girlfriend is Gemini. And she's like, oh yeah, Gemini's can get you in bed really quick. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably
0: true.
2: (laughs) Sneaky little bastards.
0: We Virgos. Yeah, we're pretty, I, I hear nothing about Virgos ever. <laughs> I don't hear <really> anything <laughs> like, about Virgos either. Yeah, Virgo's like the most low-key. I didn't even know like, you were a Virgo. Yeah, I was yeah, I like, yeah, oh, no okay.
2: <laughs> That's because we're to yeah. like Aries power. Yeah. And then like I, I have like super crushes on it's Gemini, literally so literally I actually love them, and, yeah. And like that's how we yeah. live life,
0: like literally the virgin sign. You go unnoticed. Uh-huh. But what I've noticed about <laughs> most Virgos is that we are the quiet ones, but we're the, we're the quote-unquote quiet ones where we're like, we're the ones that would sneak in the alcohol into the party, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, we would not get caught. Exactly, <laughs> we'd be the ones that actually brought everybody to the party, you know? Yeah. And then, like, that's what I've noticed, is that we are making sure that the people are always having fun and, yeah. and having a good time. And, and um, not so virgin-like, <laughs>
1: I've noticed. Is Virgo
0: virgin? That's the sign. Right? yeah. 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 So I
1: wanted virgin. to say about boundaries, um, for me, like I, I'm, I like being touched, and so that's not a boundary of mine. But my boundaries are more around communication, around like I'm not getting in arguments at 3 a.m. I'm not like I don't put up with Amen. gaslighting or like oh, people geez. not taking responsibility yeah. for their stuff when it comes up, and yeah. like those, those are like hard outs for me at, yeah. at this point. Oh, like if somebody, you know, if I, if I'm, like if my feelings get hurt, and I'm like. That hurt my feelings, and they're like, "Oh, well, you shouldn't have." Da, da, da. I'm like, I'm, "Oh, I, god, I, I yeah, quit. let's not like any I time think, for that." I feel
2: like I feel like the unsolicited touching is just where it starts, but <laughs> oh yeah, that all of that like couldn't. What yeah. would you call
0: that? Because I have that same boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it the reversal. Not getting, you, not having your where, shit Where together. I say I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, just really.
0: Where I say something like, "Oh, this really bothered me," and they're like, "Well, you did this first. Mm-hmm. It's like, "Well, no, like I'm telling you what's bothering yeah. me right yeah. now." you can't go back to something I did two weeks ago and tell me, oh, yeah. well, you did this. I'm like, wait a minute.
2: Again, I think there's that level of, like, how deep in your stories are you? Mm-hmm. How deep in this illusion are you? And, like, how grounded and, like, we're very grounded. We communicate. We're very honest mm-hmm. and open. And and that's another thing to consider in any relationship, you know, is what's the match to the other person? I mean, obviously that person that's like that's going to find another person like that, and they're going to argue at 3 a.m. and be totally fine with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And yeah. and really, it's about like the le- like, I don't even know what you want to call it—the level of ground and yeah. ascended master. <laughs> really, with this. Per- personal responsibility. Yeah, yeah, I think personal is what responsibility. Um, but I think what what in part is—I mean, obviously, you're you are somebody that has worked on yourself and healed yourself mm. and gotten rid of all that and got rid of the pride and, and is taking personal responsibility. Um, and maybe that's because we're all older. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, there's people that are the same age as us that have never done mm-hmm. that. And again, it's that level of. I mean, it's not even mature. It's like, yeah, what do you what do you call that? Because I talk about this with my girlfriend all the time. Well, we caught 5D. Like we don't want any 3D people. We want 5D, 5D. people. Like that's just the term we use because we know what we're talking about. But this is exactly what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Is like. The person that's not responsible for their drama the person that's always blaming it's always yeah. pushing it on like it's your fault it's their fault it's that person's fault or you know i'm just going to explode out all my emotions and just not give a shit about who who this um affects yeah
0: and that's definitely a boundary because we think a word that. for that we talked yeah. about the last time yeah. is, is like respecting someone's boundaries when it comes to arguing mm-hmm. like I, we talked about that because i mean that's something that you know at 3am you don't want to argue i don't want to argue ever yeah. Like if, like right. if it gets sure. to the point where we're arguing back and forth, and you're talking over me, and when I'm trying <laughs> to say what I was just trying to say, yeah, that's where I. That's my. Yeah. You know, you know, that's where I'm like, no, I'm gonna stop talking, and even probably withdraw a little bit. Yeah. Just because I don't want to get engaged in that kind of yeah. back and forth. Um, <coughs> and you, and you have to have your boundaries, and mm-hmm. like you communicating those boundaries with your partners is important. That way, you don't get into those um, situations where the other partners withdrawing. In the relationship you know and, and putting up their walls because you didn't respect their their desire not to argue it wouldn't
2: I mean wouldn't wouldn't that just be part of communication listening like communicating is listening is a huge part of that and if people aren't present and they're not listening they are just gonna be thrown their shit it's mm-hmm. like blah 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 going in your like I remember getting in an argument with with somebody and being like please just like stop yelling like I'm going to flip any minute now mm-hmm. and I, I continue to be like okay you're like because I have a thing I think I mentioned this before I have a thing with loud noises like i just mm. very sensitive with loud noises it doesn't really come from anywhere like my dad told me the story he's like we, the first time we took you to see fireworks like you were screaming like mm. something weird with loud noises so when people yell I immediately have like it's almost like maybe it's a past life where I was in a mm. war or something mm-hmm. I don't know but anyway I, I would be like I need you to stop yelling. Like, I'm freaking out right now. And then I would just blow up. And then yeah. it was like, oh, it's your fault. Like, you went crazy. And I was like, no, because I was like traumatized yeah, you because pushed, you were yelling. Yeah. yeah. The Hulk
1: came out. Yeah, <laughs> seriously.
2: It wasn't even gonna... about
0: the <laughs> argument. It was about the noise. Yeah. People um, need to respect that. Yeah. Like, people don't understand. It's like, well, I should be able to have a good Well, you understand, like, I have yeah. boundaries. Like, you know how many are, times you know, I had to
2: have that conversation and be like, "I actually, like, we, if you talk at this level, we can have a conversation. Even if, like, you want to yell at this level. But the moment somebody yells, it's like, I freak out. Like, yeah.
0: and I get startled. And that is a true boundary. And but yeah. again, it's, it starts with listening. People have yeah. to listen to, you know, what your boundaries are, whether it's, you know, sexual, whether it's in arguing, whether it's even, like, you know, cleaning the house. Mm-hmm. You know, if you... Like, dude, I have a boundary where you can't leave the toilet seat up. You know, mm-hmm. whatever your boundary is, you know, yeah. um, it's a respect, you know, and you know, communication, you know, and they're real things.
2: You know, you right? Is that where you draw the line? <laughs>
0: like, we're breaking up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The toilet paper roll. I'm not. Oh,
2: no, the toilet paper. Yeah, to- you, you flip know, it no, around oh, the wrong way, oh. there's a patent out there. I gotta be honest with you. If I use toilet a paper roll in somebody's house, I will flip it. I don't care who Wait, the rest it is. I flip it the, I would, I would flip the, the way. right way. You yeah. know, cause it's gotta come over. Yeah. Yes, oh, really? the underdrive If You're I see it, now. I'm like, I will take it off. Me too,
0: me too. I'm
2: a horrible me person. I'm like, look. I don't no, have any control issues except are, for that one. Who keeps flipping
0: the toilet paper roll? <laughs> you are a good person. Yeah. I'm like That person wasn't done.
2: paying attention. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they just put it on.
0: You know, it's so funny because- uh, And I wasn't.
2: And by the way, I wasn't picking on you. I was just kidding. Because I, But I was like, that's a boundary. No, yeah. I was just messing with you. But that is a boundary. You're not, like, hey. Not even
0: joking. I had a real world argument with an ex-girlfriend over the damn toilet paper roll. Being hmm. hung up the wrong way. And like, I never knew there was a right or wrong way. Uh-huh. And I was actually kind of oblivious to it, up yeah. until I, I was think like twenty-four. There is. I
2: think some of us are just
0: a little crazy. There's a patent out there, and, there, yeah. and that's, that's really? how I found out about this yeah. because
1: yeah, it's been yeah. Yeah, 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 It's
0: There's a patent out there as to when the toilet paper world was first created, like eighteen something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the way it is is the toilet paper pointing over the right way, yeah. the right which way, makes which makes sense. Yeah. Um, I never knew that. All else. right. Now
2: I've got some data. You know, actual data. You go, I'll send you the GIF. I'll send you, you know what the what I'm going to print it. out the patent and keep like copies it. in my purse. Yeah, so every time it. it's wrong, I'm going to just
1: leave, leave, it, leave, it. It,
2: leave
0: <laughs> it. I have it.
1: I'll send it to you. I have it already saved. Fixed. Um, but I just like, like on, a, on along those lines just for a second. The double rolls don't fit in oh, the same right, rolls. and it
2: yeah, those double rolls <laughs> that break.
1: And
2: yeah, we don't need the double rolls, people. Yeah. I actually had Just an
0: about that, you know, and it's one of those things where, you know, that was a, a boundary issue for her. I had no idea, and like after that argument, respect. Okay, cool. I did not know, um, but you, sometimes you accidentally set people off. You don't know, yeah. you know, what they are, and. Um, you have to give leeway, you know, you get, yeah. you know it can't be such a hard, it's like, oh, you, you triggered me. and all your, well, you have to be able to communicate. But yeah. at the
2: same time, like, I've definitely lived with someone where they were like kind of OCD. And like, when you're not, it's like, <laughs> I just can't get in. Like, I just can't like, you know, I mean, yeah. cats, and I was like, look, I'm clean as it's going to be, but it's not going to be perfect. <laughs> and, um, you know, in that case, it's like, well, she could just go in and switch it, you know? Mm-hmm. So there, there's the thing of like, what is the, what battles are you fighting? Yeah. And what's worth it? If somebody was just like a disaster, you're like, look, you're a mess. But if it is something small, or if it's like, you didn't, you know, do this or this one little thing, sometimes it's like, you, that, it becomes controlling, I think, in a way.
0: I had a great piece of advice given to me once by a pastor, I believe, about uh, couples and arguments. And he said that if it's not gonna matter in five years, don't argue about it. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things too where if it's bothering you, but it, I mean, are you can talk about it? Is, does it be a matter of years? or can you fix it right now in that that minute and then be done? Yeah. So take the higher road and do it. Exactly,
2: you know, it's so. like the saying you're sorry.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, or even like, you know, somebody, I cooked and somebody didn't do the dishes and they, you know what, at one point I was like, I don't care, like I'm just gonna let them sit there and I'm not even gonna mm-hmm. stress out about it. Like I used to be like,
0: <gasps> yeah. I, was
2: like, I want to point that out and i was like you know what eventually we're just going to run out of dishes and we did and i was like we don't actually have dishes by me and dinner and i'd be like shit you know it's like i wasn't doing it despite it was like that i don't really know what else to do um but yeah it just wasn't worth arguing or stressing about yeah like you really got to think about those things like what's worth it sexual boundaries like that's worth a conversation mm-hmm. and you can say hey I'd really prefer if you do the toilet paper this, or, or otherwise I'm going to switch it. But at the end of the day, like, takes you two seconds to switch it mm-hmm. if somebody gets it wrong.
0: So I think that the, the major point about uh, both consent and boundaries is uh, communication. Yeah. Early. Yeah. yeah, or just communication, and period, and, yeah. and
2: go throughout the relationship mm-hmm. as well. Yeah,
0: never changing. And, you know, um, check in after. Like I said, yeah. like that one partner I had that actually checked in after... That's after a that's good, yeah. That was actually eye opening.
2: She had like a clipboard. She's like, so. That's
0: the, the first time. I mean, this is
2: really impressive, by the, the way. The, like, I, I, that's really impressive. I was too. If someone was like, So, let me know. I, I have never experienced that. Definitely before, but never after. Where it's mm-hmm. like, So,
0: what Okay, this is
2: a good conversation. Yeah. You know, and if, that
0: person this. did <laughs> <I'm> kind <laughs> of <laughs> weird, like, like, yeah, like, it kind
2: speech.
0: of felt <laughs> like that the first time I, I giggled. I was like, Okay, um, gee, let me think. And, it, 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 once I did, I was like, wow, oh, that felt really cool True. to like think back about yeah. what everything that We're happened. We're talking
2: about it now. You're still using this amazing mm-hmm. human as an example. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Because and hopefully really, other humans can use as an yeah. example. You she was a good
2: communicator. Is she a Gemini? No. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm just kidding. Find that
2: out. I do have a thing for Gemini. actually yeah. look yeah. back at all of the guys that I like had major crush on. I was like, oh, no. yeah.
1: <laughs> I've been in four relationships with, with Gemini. And actually, there have been a couple times where I was it's like, never Ares, again. I'm like, never again. No more geminis no, And then it's like, okay, maybe this one will be different. We
0: cannot be attracted <laughs> to them. There's something to that, huh? Even with, uh. even
2: with friends, uh, both producers on my award show and then the girl I'm working with on this show, like everyone on my team is a Gemini. I'm like, what is it with me?
1: Yeah. But they're
2: you know there's Aries in Gemini. Well, they
1: they light our fire because yeah they like, do. They got those two. You know sides what they also they
2: listen. Uh-huh. We like to talk. There's just so many good things.
1: So
0: listening and communicating yeah. are the keys to being a good a good human being. And uh, thank you guys so much for coming. Home. Yeah, Thanks, of course. So sharing and so many. We didn't even talk about
1: stories. poop. Oh poop.
2: <laughs> we're, we're not gonna, go, we're not going, not to, going to. now. To. You're gonna you're gonna cut. <laughs> That's every time. I we Robin got we got to end on poop. well that's not true we talked about the toilet so i think that's gonna and the toilet paper paper is really big big thing so so there we go we We got there we got there there.
0: awesome mission complete well thank you guys so much again this was awesome and thank you all for listening please subscribe and share with your friends and go to my website geekspeak.tv for all the latest in movies video games and geek culture and links to buy my book dating for geeks how to date a geek available on amazon and kindle Thank you again and have a good night.